Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela. Joined with me, as always, PFF Senior Data Scientist, Ben Brown. And today we are going through the Saturday doubleheader as much as we can. Uh, It's going to be a great Saturday, so let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A double header Ben on a Saturday. I, it's a privilege because in right. a couple, in just a few, you know, a few weeks, we're going to be wishing we had any sort of game on. So it should, it should be fun. Right. I mean, obviously, there's like no sweat like the full on regular season sweat. We will yeah. have, you know, playoff wild card. I know a lot of people say conference championship week is the best week of football, but I'm, I'm a guy that likes a lot of football being on. I like to have the red zone channel on and everything mm-hmm. else. So this is kind of like the last really great weekend. We're going to obviously have two games on Saturday, and I'm, uh, you know. Pretty excited for both of them. I know there's some motivation factors mm-hmm. uh, potentially playing out in both, but I think that just probably creates a little bit more betting opportunity for us here on Saturday. And you're so. home now, so now you get to watch home. in the comfort I mean, I'm back, home. yeah. Yeah, back. I mean, I got all everything that I possibly need. I'm not grinding out the laptop. I'm not too close <laughs> to the camera, everything else. So it is We looked uh, great, though, in the good. studio. We did. We, we did. We, I know we, we pulled that off. We did pull it off. I mean, Eric kind of, you know, lugged us along at certain stretches, but I thought I thought it went, you know, I thought it went really well. It obviously is really exciting to see what is built in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and you get to, you know, experience it as often as you want, uh, you know, living there and stuff like yes. that. But we did talk about, yeah, so. it's a gem. I'll say that it's, it's a, a gem. gem. It's a gem. I don't hate it. I people people talk crap about Cincinnati. It's really not that bad. Yeah, except for right now not... when it's 15 degrees. That is right. not okay. It's Not cold everywhere. That guy said it's like minus 15 where I am, so it's way worse for me here. But no. I know you have, you're dealing with some other things. I did not try <laughs> Skyline Chili. I know Eric gets to try that on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, miss, I missed out on that. I couldn't find anybody to actually bring me to uh, endeavor with that, I guess. I don't know. But it was uh, – I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it either, and I'm kind of waiting. I want to go with someone because I feel like I can't just go try it for the first time alone. You like there's a veteran one, there. There's one right. right across the street from me, and I can see it when I'm working out and stuff. But I'm like, I don't know. It just looks right. It looks questionable. I don't know. It's like noodles and then the chili and then 
shredded cheese, but it's cold cheese, according to Eric. It's not. It's not. It's not warmed up warm melted cheese. cheese. Yeah, gooey cheese. I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, okay. maybe we'll have to do some sort of bedding activity for that or something to get you to actually uh, experience. Uh, maybe nice I'll send it to you. So I'll send it to you. We'll we'll break, to you. We'll, <laughs> we'll break down Chiefs and Broncos. That's the first game of the doubleheader, right? And that's kind of the one with the least amount of question marks, at least for us, because mm-hmm. you know the Chiefs are traveling to Mile High Stadium, um, but they still have that one seed that they kind of want to get and so they're gonna play hard unlike the Cowboys Eagles game that we're gonna get to where it's kind of a lot of question marks but they fell out of it with that loss to Cincinnati that you were at so shout out to you um so they need a Titans loss and them to win so I know you have a couple things you're looking at but what's one of your favorite props for this game so far yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, uh, Chiefs need this for the two seed overall. Mm-hmm. I know some people are saying, well, maybe they, you know, maybe they won't play up to it for, you know, a situation where they're not getting a buy any longer with the new playoff rules. But uh, I don't think, you know, that's going to be the case. Obviously, the two seed uh, divisional round home matchup game will matter here uh, mm-hmm. in the week following if the Chiefs, you know, obviously pull off the win in the wild card round. So it definitely matters. Uh, I do think Tyreek Hill is setting up for a really good game. He had he dropped. Uh, a really long re- reception last week, uh, kind of at the end of the first half, he would have caught that. He obviously would have gone over. So I think the narrative that he just hasn't been involved uh, probably isn't reflective in what we're actually seeing play out on the field. So mm-hmm. I think he is in line for a little bit of an explosive game. Okay. Uh, and I do think there may be, not necessarily like the Broncos, you know, obviously don't have any motivation outside of finishing the season strongly. But uh, I do think with the Eagles last year, there could be this, uh, a few more teams potentially thinking it's okay to tank a little bit. So I do think uh, Broncos might not put forth, you know, as great of a performance as we even project earlier on this season. I don't know. What, what are you thinking from yeah. that angle? I know you're pretty in tune with the Broncos, you know, yeah. situation. Yeah, so. I cover, you know, we, I covered them before coming uh, to PFF. And it's interesting, right, because you're hearing, is you know, is Vic Fangio, is this going to be his last game? Um, what are they playing for? They also they also just have a string of injuries, right? Like Drew Locke didn't even I don't he came out last week with a shoulder injury of some mm-hmm. of some kind. So you're wondering what kind of Drew Locke you're getting there. And then they're going to be without Darby, Sertan, Reisner, Kareem Jackson. So these kind of Kareem is a core guy, Reisner's a core guy, Sertan obviously. So you're kind of like what you know what are they gonna they're obviously not playing for much, but it is right. the Chiefs, and they do have the you know longest losing streak against them. So I don't. It's interesting, and I just don't. You don't know what kind of team you're going to get out there either, because right, right, the Chiefs. Definitely. I think I think it's right now. It's like Chiefs. What what's the spread right now? Because like it was ten and a half, oh basically gosh. 11, 11, kind of ten and a half, eleven bumps okay. back and forth. So yeah, I just um, you don't know what they're going to see. I know I looked at Fant. Props and I kind of liked his over 40 and a half, but that's only be, that's only if you're assuming that Drew Locke is going to look okay and that they're going to play hard because um, his connection with Drew Locke and his connection with Fant is okay. Um, they had 92 yards and a touchdown last week, and the Chiefs allow tight ends to average 55 receiving yards per game on the season. So I think right. if you're looking for a connection, I feel like that's the most solid one that you can have besides, you know, besides looking at all their injuries and figuring out who's going to play and who's not. Yeah, definitely. So we, you know, guess in the, you know, the player props tool, we do have Drew Locke yeah. under 0.5 passing touchdowns. Okay. Uh, that is quite the sweat plus two. That is the yeah. highest value prop opportunity that we have for the Saturday afternoon matchup. I don't, I don't love it either. Cause I do think that the chiefs are going to be, uh, taking care of business here early, and I, okay. you know, there are scenarios where you know they are obviously motivated in the first half, but if things are kind of out of 
out of out of sight basically for the Denver Broncos. I do think that the Chiefs are maybe going to call off the dogs here in the third or fourth mm-hmm. quarter. So uh, that is almost the direction that I lean in some ways. So I don't feel great about Drew Locke going <laughs> under his 0.5 pass touchdowns given that okay. he could be facing off against the you know, secondary uh, of the Chiefs that uh, isn't even necessarily their starters. But I do think mm-hmm. uh, you know some other guys as well, especially on that Kansas City offense, maybe aren't necessarily going to get as much run as we indicated. Uh, Darrell Williams... Was kind of the star last week, but his overall usage wasn't great. I think he only played like 57% of the offensive snaps, 45% of the rushing attempts in the last two weeks when Clyde edwards Blair has been out. edwards Blair is going to be out again, but I do think uh, Darrell, or Derek Gore is going to potentially mix in. Jarek McKinnon is also going to mix in. And again, if we think Tyreek Hill is going to be successful, especially on some deep shots mm-hmm. early, it's going to obviously not open up things uh, underneath for the rushing game uh, if the Chiefs kind of hit a couple, couple deep shots early. So I like uh, Daryl Williams probably to go under both his rushing and receiving yards. I do think that is okay. like the third, fourth, and fifth most valuable player props according to our tool. And I think uh, if you're looking at maybe like a same game parlay, one of the better ways to approach this is on DraftKings. Our sponsor, uh, you can you can kind of press on both of his unders. I think 44.5 rushing yards, mm-hmm. 9.5 receiving yards. If you parlay those together, you can get a plus 1,200 payout. Maybe he, you know, takes off early, doesn't necessarily get uh, much of the run, especially if we get some Tyreek Hill action. So I kind of like playing that one a little bit, given okay. that uh, the motivation for the Chiefs in the second half might not be as strong as it is in the first half. So he might not be icing away the game like he, you know, has been in previous stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I like that I, one. I, I do, I do like that one. And I think I think the only thing you sweat out there is the Denver uh like defense their defense against the run is twenty second, right? Right. So they're not great. So you're gonna like it'd be a little bit of a sweat and they're allowing hundred and twenty five point seven rushing yards per game. Right. They're just so bad. So you They you, are bad. It's it's tough, right? Though week eighteen you you question you don't necessarily question motivation, but you think, okay, when, you know, if, if the chiefs are going to pour it on kind of like you're thinking, you're like, yeah, it makes sense with you to take that under rushing yards. Right. Definitely. Derek Gore. Like, I do think he can handle a lot of the workload as well. I don't know, you know, if what side it sounds like, you know, Clyde Edwards, there's, you know, Mm -hmm. unlikely to play this week already. If it is that serious, will he even be back for the wild card round? Obviously that's when they do want Derek Williams to probably be, at full strength. So I think giving him even a one-week reprieve if he only plays in the first half or something uh, can obviously uh, help out his situation heading into the wild card round. So I mm-hmm. could see some of that shaking out, especially as a 10.5, 11-point favorite for the Chiefs. If they're up early, uh, I like kind of fading uh, Darrell Williams along the ground for sure. So I like that. I like that. Are you looking at any Bronco, any other Broncos ones you're looking at? I know Javante Williams is still out there. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, you quite, with Drew Locke not finishing last week, I don't believe, or he came out early with that shoulder injury, and you're thinking that they're going to try at least in the beginning to stick around. Uh, are, are you liking any of those? Melvin Gordon, maybe? I don't know. It's kind of tough. Right, yeah, definitely. I agree with you. I, I, yeah. Drew Locke has been a tough person to uh, trust for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, so. I like I like your Williams under. Um, I think that one is my favorite one that you have. And another one, you know, leading into the Cowboys-Eagles and going to this game, this game is even more difficult, right, for us to talk about because they're, they're playing, I don't want to say near meaningless, but it's pretty close because both teams have locked up a playoff spot both teams are missing a ton of those key players as well. So really, 
it's tough from a props perspective. So how are you kind of going to go into this game if you're betting it at all? Yeah, definitely. So we don't have like really any props, unfortunately, for this matchup. You know, Philadelphia basically has nothing to play for, right? Yeah. Uh, if they win or lose, they their sixth or seventh seed where they actually end up doesn't reflect whatsoever and how this game plays so mm -hmm. uh they're like one of the least motivated teams coming up here that are going to be into the playoffs dallas cowboys kind of not necessarily in the same exact boat but there are scenarios where they can move up to two or three but it does seem like they are basically locked into four as well they mm -hmm. have a number of covid and other injury concerns micah parsons not going to be playing uh, Antonio Brown's, or sorry, Anthony Brown's not going to be playing. Tyrone Smith is not going to be playing either. So uh, they are the team that at least they're set in stone as far as who's actually going to be playing for the most part. We could mm -hmm. see Dak Prescott potentially taken out uh, early, CD Lamb, Mari Cooper as well. So I don't know. The line shift has been kind of crazy. I do think it mm -hmm. opened up right around a field goal differential when you were looking at the look ahead line before we understood the motivation factor in this matchup. Moved out to six and a half, now back down to four and a half based on some of those injuries and some other potential pending things coming out with Dallas. So I okay. like Philadelphia here a little bit. I do still think anything down to a field goal differential. I know people don't think Jalen Hurts is maybe going to play a full run here. But uh, in saying that, I don't think there's any guarantees that Dak Prescott is either. So okay. I like I like Philadelphia here a little bit. I also don't mind the over 43.5, uh, 44 44 in certain spots as well. I do think you can parlay those two together. Plus 264, plus 265 price on Caesars. I think that okay. is kind of what I like initially um, because I know maybe I'm going to be completely wrong saying this and we're recording this basically <laughs> Friday afternoon. Yeah. Well, like an hour, you know, or 24 hours before this game's even to come close to kick on off. So there could be a ton of news breaking out before this. But mm -hmm. if we don't hear anything, I am expecting that Jalen Hurts uh, gets at least. Uh, halftime run if not you know into the third or fourth quarter here we'll okay. see so i think unless there's like solid news coming out before that that's kind of how i'm uh, at least approaching this game check so. your notifications folks check your notifications <laughs> before you do so. that so then when, are you going to be looking at his passing yards then at all i think it's i think 195 and a half i don't know yeah i think that'd be a little bit low so i would probably be okay. hitting that over um and again yeah i think there's going to be a little bit more points scored so i don't mind like maybe his passing touchdowns or uh an anytime touchdown from him as well as obviously uh intriguing plus price opportunity i guess so something like that i do think uh, this one is really tough. This one yeah. is this is the type of game where it's like, well, you can react uh, finally once the books actually release some of the information, but uh, it's going to be a complete cluster, I think, uh, heading into this matchup. So I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm prepared to be wrong, but okay. I I'm projecting out that Jalen Hurts at least plays three quarters. You're manifesting. Guess, so. You're hoping. You're right, hoping right, it happens right. on a Saturday so that yes. we're not left with a with a dud. Ugh. Dud performance. But yeah, he, I mean, obviously he has to play one snap, so. Uh, we'll see if he does play one snap. I think we're going to see him play at least half. Like, there's no reason to put him in for, like, two series, I guess, in my opinion. That's kind okay. of my uh, understanding of the situation. Nick Sirianni, I'm not quite sure how he's going to handle, uh, uh, you know, rest for mm -hmm. his team. So, so we'll see. But We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Anything that's, not, else? that's what you got to do with gambling. Sometimes. I know. I guess oh, especially fingers, week so. 18, just like Eric told, week like 18. you and Eric told us, it's just, it's all, it's all crazy this week with figuring right. out who's playing, who's not, um, who's on the, who's on COVID lists, who's not. So right. no, I like that it. Is it should be, yeah. Yeah. It should it be added wrinkle with COVID. So. Uh, yeah, right. it is. It is. Anything else? Any other props that you like? Anything else you're <sighs> monitoring for the Saturday slate? 
Not too much. Okay. No, I am looking forward to. Yeah, we're gonna probably have you know next Saturday's wildcard round, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, and Monday matchups coming up here. So uh, I guess be prepared to uh, you know see us a lot more here, especially on the weekends with the PFF betting podcast. There you so. go. Be prepared. We're coming back. We'll be back uh, tomorrow to preview uh, Sunday's slate as well. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Ben Brown, as always, PFF.com/slash betting. That is where you can get all this wonderful information, all these props, all our tools. PFF.com/slash betting. We will see you tomorrow.